Welcome to the Creative Brew, helping you keep your creative juices brewing. We're giving out chunks of insight, motivation, and practicality for your creative journey. If you're a creator, athlete, or entrepreneur, luck can only get you so far. Having the right skill sets are critical in your success. All Skill No Luck makes handcrafted, custom-designed flannel wear. Made in the United States and based here right in Oceanside, California. They pride themselves on quality, creativity, and attitude. The perfect brand for the Creative Brew. Use promo code CREATIVEBREW10 and get 10% off and free shipping within the United States. You can check them out at allskillnoluck.com. My next partner is Elevate Coffee Trading, and if you appreciate specialty coffee, enjoy outdoor adventure, and love helping elevate the lives of children around the world, then you're going to love Elevate Coffee Trading. Their mission is to extract hope through love, coffee, and adventures. There's free shipping in the United States, and every bag of coffee helps sponsor health and education for children in coffee-producing countries and in areas of need in the United States. You can use promo code ELEVATE21 on your next order, and you can follow their journey on social media at Elevate Coffee Trading. Or you can visit online at ElevateCoffeeTrading.com and let's start extracting hope together. And this show is brought to you by Tennessee Grappling Apparel based out of the Knoxville area. Lifestyle wear for the modern wrestler or grappler. Use the promo code CB10 on your next purchase at TennesseeGrapplingApparel.com. Episode of the Creative Brew, giving you insights on your creative journey. Today we have mental performance coach Erin Sung. Um, she works with a with as far as with her client base, being a former athlete too herself. Um, she's now she works with a uh, diverse array of uh, coaches, athletes, uh, students uh, across all divisions, uh, working on different concepts like goal setting, team building, uh, visualization, relaxation, and so many more. Um, Honestly, I wish I would have had this when I was uh, back wrestling uh, in college. Uh, I really wish they would have pushed that more than what they do now. But um, I- I'll let Erin Sung, uh, I'll let Erin, um, you know, talk a little bit about her journey and uh, where she is today. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so one of the reasons I do it is I also wish that I had it as an athlete. Um, I think I could have explored more, maybe been a little bit better had I had known the power of the mind and what it can really do for you. Um, But I figured this all out by being an athlete myself. Then I was a college coach. Um, And then after that, I was a school counselor and a high school coach. And what I recognized was that the things that I saw across the board with, you know, self-doubt, confidence, um, or lack of confidence, anytime uh, kids were under pressure, it all kind of stemmed to the same concepts. And I thought if we could work on this, then kids will get better, not only in their athletics, but also their school and ultimately their life. Um, So I created Aaron Song Coaching, which is really um, mental performance coaching, but culture, leadership, and mindset based on positivity and and gratitude for opportunities. So that is what I do now. Um, And I use a lot of stuff from my background as a coach and counselor to incorporate things that I do today with the teams and athletes that I get the opportunity to work with. That's awesome. So do you notice, uh, and I know, especially with athletes, uh, <laughs> they can, they can be, and as well as coaches too, but, uh, really towards the athlete, they can be, sometimes they can be 
you know, head cases at times. Um, do you, I, I'm, and I would only assume, I'm, I'm sure that your, your background in psychology really helps um, in, in something like this. Um, what, what have been like, what's been like some of the, the, the biggest sort of concerns um, with, with some of the athletes you may work with? Uh, even, I mean, right now, uh, I didn't know if there were certain things that you saw that was sort of consistent across across the board with a lot of your clients. Yeah, I think uh, one is confidence or lack of self-belief, uh, you know, some self-doubt going on. And I think that people think that it only happens for them, but it happens at all levels. It's some of the best athletes, national champions, professional athletes experience the same things that, you know, a youth athlete experiences. And once you realize that you're not alone, I think that you can break down barriers and, and build a really, really strong foundation to have success in all areas of your life. Um, but one of the things is, is you have to be willing to um, really dive in deeper and, and want to get better. Um, I always say that I'm not trying to fix you. I'm not trying to fix a problem, but really we're trying to build on what we have and figure out the best way to be reach your potential, right? Yeah. So uh, confidence is a big one. Um, you know, I think really building a strong culture for teams is, is huge. So, you know, it all starts there with, with culture and with the type of environment you're stepping into and how you show up in that environment. So I think that's kind of building the foundation of anything it is a good culture um, and a positive one. So, you know, I think that there was a time where you know, yelling and screaming was was the way. Um, and I think now love, listening, care, compassion um, goes a really long way to get kids to do really hard things, right? Like there's still a level of expectation and, you know, we still want our athletes to be very disciplined and, and do stuff the right way. But through love and support, I think will get us a little bit further. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know even personally for me, my, I still, you know, train and, and coach, uh, athletes and, and, um, my, the, the, the older I get, the more my, my coaching style changes to where, uh, used to, I would, I would really be, I guess I would really be hard on them. Uh, now I find myself being a little bit more, uh, actually really, really compassionate towards, uh, towards the needs of a lot of the athletes because everyone's different. Um, there, there may be something that I may say to somebody that, it may rub that other person the wrong way. And sort of knowing once you figure out and you know the the story behind everything, um, it it completely sort of switches the way that you you coach that person and you coach them up. Um, so it's yeah, it's one of those where now I, I find myself being more uh more compassionate, more empathetic. Um, not to say I I, I mean I want them to work hard. And you know, there's obviously, you know, you're you're looking, you're you're trying to reach goals, but um really um uh, being uh, compassionate towards those athletes. And I, I think, I think a lot of the coaches are starting to get it. You got some, they're still old school. Um, what, what, what would you say to that? I mean, especially for, because I, I know I've seen it just in my background with, with between like wrestling and football and stuff like that. Um, you still have a lot of old school mentality. Um, what would you, from your uh, capacity, like, what would you, what would you say about that? Is that, is that something felt you feel like, maybe needs to be changed or I don't know. Um, so a big thing I always say is lead with love. Um, and one way to do that is by listening first. 
So if a coach and, and you kind of said it, you know, if you really get to know your athletes and learn about their story and why they are the way they are and why they do the things that they do, um, oftentimes they will recognize that either one, you care, but two, that there might be a different way to do it other than what they have always done, but they don't know that unless they know you care. So I think you look at some of the great coaches um, out there and, you know, I, I look to John Wooden a lot and, and he listened, you know, he was a really tough coach, but I think that, you know, when you look at what, what he did and what he did for his athletes, he cared. Um, so I think if even you can be really, really hard, you can expect a ton from your athletes. I know I have in the past, but I think that there is a way to do it where you also will do whatever you ask your athletes to do. So you're never asking more than what you would do yourself. And I think when they know that and you're willing to get on the ground with them or get on the mat with them or whatever sport it is, it's, it shows them that like, okay, if, if she can do it and she will do it and she wants to do it or hey, then I can do it too, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I've noticed that. Um, just even, you know, tr training with, uh, yeah, with a lot of the, the wrestlers and, and grapplers and stuff, like, you know, I'll show them different concepts, but going in there and like, like rolling around and wrestling with them and showing them, okay, this is this is what I'm talking about. Um, they they tend to buy in more when they they model, they see you doing that thing. I know sometimes it can really be hard for a lot of those kids to, you know, to get coached up and they're like, well, you're not even doing this. Like, why am I like, why should I do this? So um, and and I say I mean I I may not, you know, be able to to do this forever, but while while I'm able to, I still want to go in there and, and say, okay, look, this is, you know, this is what I'm doing. I'm not telling you to do this if I hadn't done it myself. And, uh, yeah. you know, like I said, I'm still training. I'm still working out. Uh, you know, I'm still, you know, finding ways to sort of balance my nutrition, you know, putting in the right stuff, uh, you know, mentally, spiritually, physically, um, so I can give more. Um, I want you to not necessarily I'm telling you to do that, but I, I'll just want you to see a model as far as what possibly could, you know, you could become. Um, and I, I think that's what coaches need to look for. They're, they're looking, sometimes they look for, hey, you know, we want championships and, you know, that's what matters. And, you know, that I, I'm slowly realizing that it, it, that that doesn't matter. You know, if you can have kids come back and say, you know what, I, you know, I wasn't the best, but this allowed me to do this because I was in your, you know, I was, you influenced me to be able to you know, run my own business or, you know, get this degree. That's, that's what matters. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think sometimes when we see that it's because people didn't achieve what they wanted to on their own. So then it's, you know, they feel like if they can push someone else to do it, what they couldn't do without recognizing that a lot of sacrifice and, and discipline comes in with doing what they weren't able to do. And, and that person might not be up for that challenge, right? So seeing where they're at and, and really understanding why they're doing, like I said, what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, so I totally agree. Yeah. So with, with, uh, so with your, uh, with your uh, mental performance uh, business, um, where, where was the, I'm always sort of interested, like um, how things sort of transpired, like what was, what was the point or that maybe that little pivotal point to where you say, okay, I want to, I see a, maybe I see a problem or a pain point. This is what I need to, to build. I didn't know if there was like a certain um, situation or circumstance where, you know, this was, this was even created. Yeah, no, for sure. And uh, 
without going too far into it, um, definitely a life changing moment. Uh, I had an, an awesome dad and, and he was like a super supportive guy and, and really strong mentally, physically, and instilled a lot in me of what I hope to uh, impact with other people now. But he had gotten sick and uh, I'll tell you what, the day that he passed away, I was by his side and, and I just, I felt something inside me. And I'm like, man, the one life is too short. And two, there's too many people in the world for me to sit in one office in one school and feel like I can do everything that I want to and, and, and am inspired to do. So um, that was definitely a, a life-changing moment. Me and my dad had talked about, you know, what it could look like and, you know, what it would be. And, you know, he just had so much uh, pride and, and faith in, in what I could do. And I didn't, didn't ever take that jump. Like I always took the safe road and, you know, and, and I'll, I'll tell you what, like it just right at the end, um, you know, obvious, well, not obviously, but there was a period where we kind of knew he was going. Um, and, and right at the end there, it, it was just, I, I couldn't ignore it. It was too strong. And, and uh, on top of that, my family was making a, a move to another state. So it kind of happened. I wouldn't say a, a good time. It's never a good time, but it was like, you know what, I'm going to have to go find a new school counseling position and I'm going to have to apply for jobs. And something for me was I, I was no longer willing to let other people determine my worth or my value. So I think when I started applying to jobs and, you know, you don't hear anything or you get an interview and you don't know how it went, or, you know, someone's going to offer you a salary and you're like, oh man, like you're, you're putting a, a price tag on your time, on, on your worth, on your value. And for me, I just felt like I wasn't ready to accept that. And, and, you know, I feel like I'm pretty loyal where once I go into something, I'm all in. So if I took another school counseling job, you know, that would have been my next big thing. Right. And don't get me wrong. At one time, that was totally my dream. Being a school counselor and a high school coach was like everything I could have possibly wanted in life. Um, but then I had the opportunity to do it and then I wanted more. So uh, there was a lot that went into it, but definitely recognizing that life is short and, you know, it, it's time, it was time for me to, to take a chance. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, yeah. It's crazy. Uh, you know, with human nature can, can sometimes can, can be weird. You know, it's, you know, they talk about that we don't actually, uh, you know, change out of necessity. We, we change out of, you know, like once something like really traumatic or something hits us, that's when we actually evolve and change. And uh, so, yeah, it's just one of those where it's, it's always easy to, to, to find that sort of comfortable or safe uh, route. And, uh, you know, there, that's something that, uh, that a lot of people do. And no, no, not, you know, no knock at all, you know, whatever works for you works for you. But yeah. um, I, I do truly believe, you know, if you've got more to share um, to the world and to the, you know, to your clients, to the planet, um, then, you know, being safe and comfortable won't, you know, won't, won't work. Uh, yeah. Trying to transform, transform lives. I mean, having the capacity to do that, you no, know, you just can't be confined to just, you know, that nine to five, that's, that's it. And I think a lot of people don't realize that, especially when, um, you know, you have a, a purpose and, and a calling in life. There's, there's no time limit on that. There's no, you know, 
hey, I, I clock it at nine, I'm, I'm done at five. No, I mean, you just, it's one of those where it's, um, you know, you want to find that, you know, that that equilibrium there. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it's just um, that that purpose and that calling is, it's, you can't confine that to just that nine to five, just comfortable, that's it, that's stable. Um, it's good, but is it great? Um, so, yeah, um, I, I know uh, even with uh, a lot of the creators and people that listen to this show, um, you know, there's there's a lot of them that's uh, that's always trying to figure out, you know, like how do I get my first client, or you know, how do I, you know, how do I build this, you know, I'm trying to build my career, or you know, maybe I got an idea I'm trying to flesh out that I'm trying to put out in the market, um, and it's this is one of those where even with, with with you, I mean, where do you feel like, um, you know, was it easy for you to get that that first client, or like how did you how did you end up doing it, uh, and, and this might be something that some of my uh, audience, uh, my, my listeners can can uh, sort of hear and hopefully this resonates with a lot of them, but like, how did, how did you get your first client? Yeah, so I think um, this is something I've been talking about doing for a long time. So I would say, I don't think people were necessarily surprised when, you know, Aaron Song Coaching was created and people started getting emails in their inboxes. And at first it was just telling people what I was doing, right? It was just like, hey, would love to reintroduce myself. You know, here's what I'm doing now. Would love to talk. Um, a lot of it at first was like, hey, what type of issues do you see on your team? You know, I wanted to learn. I wanted to see what coaches, athletes were experiencing and dealing with um, so that then I could, you know, see if this was something that I really felt that I could tackle. And um, at first I was talking to a coach that I'd worked with in the past. And I said, hey, here's what I think I'm doing. Um, would love to work with your team this year. And I kind of just put it out there that, that I would and, you know, kind of in a learning um, experimental basis. And then what I realized is once I, I had a plan and I had a vision um, and, and told other people about it, it was other people were interested. So one of my very first clients was me talking to a coach um, who was having a first year wrestling team. And he said, oh, man, my girls could totally use this. Like, we, we need this. Like, are you are you ready to go? And I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. So I think, um, and I am, I'm definitely all about having something prepared, but you will never feel ready. Right. So just offer your services, offer what you can and, you know, see who takes it. See, you know, you're going to need to make changes as you go, but you won't know that until you put it out there. So I think my first uh, three clients were all people, either me or my husband knew from, previous uh, athletic uh, coaching places or, um, you know, I, I was a coach for some time. So one of my old swimmers um, then became a client as a current coach. So things like that started to happen. And, and once, you know, people saw that this is what I was doing, I, I did have some people start reaching out. You know, I, uh, I had the opportunity, my husband was a coach at the time and he was running a leadership program. So you know, had the opportunity to do some smaller talks then and kind of see how people took to it and, and where I wanted to go with it. But even those smaller talks that I was kind of just seeing as practice turned into things. So um, again, if I can give any advice, it's you want to put out a perfect product, but before you even know what you want to do. But I think that taking the first step and, and just kind of putting something out there is better than putting something perfect out there. 
So that is how I started. And uh, I will say too, that um, I think too, I, I used a model of something else that I saw and, and I wanted to try to replicate it. And the more that I realized when I was doing it, that it wasn't coming from the heart, I, I changed my whole model. And when I really started to take the approach of like positive mindset, gratitude, you know, having, seeing everything as an opportunity and really building off that, um, it was crazy because I felt like things just started coming in. So I, I also encourage people to really dig deep within themselves and ask why they're doing this. What impact are they trying to have? Who, who is their ideal audience? Things like that. Because when you get clear on what you want to do and the people that you want to impact, I feel like it's really hard to get held back, right? Like then it kind of just, it flows. Yeah. Um, and, and you'll find wrong clients, right? You'll find wrong people who maybe don't believe what you believe in. And that's okay too. That helps you find the right clients. So no's for me are inspiration. They're, they're, what do I need to change? That wasn't the right person. That wasn't the right team. You know, what can I do differently or, or how can I make this better? So not being afraid of, of no's or, you know, maybe another time or, people who talk to you and then go in a different direction. Um, you know, I always say thank you to that because it wasn't the right thing anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and I'm sure with your athletic uh, background, you, you sort of developed that, that, uh, that grit and, and perseverance, uh, especially when people may have said no uh, to certain opportunities uh, that may have presented itself to you and being able to keep, keep going. Uh, I think that's something that, um, you know, especially with a lot of athletes, uh, I think that's something that, that, that's, I think gets built, uh, especially when they, by the time they get out of, you know, sports and they're looking to try to get into some kind of, uh, profession or, or whatnot. Um, you know, do you feel like, ew, for you, do you feel like, uh, you know, that, that grit and perseverance, do you, do you feel like that's been sort of like a cornerstone, um, of, uh, of where you're at now? Yeah, I mean, in order, I think any entrepreneur, anyone that's going to put themselves out there has to do a ton of uh, personal development, self-growth, self-awareness on themselves so that those things don't impact who you are. You know, it, it doesn't affect your ego. It just, it's just a part of the process. Um, I will say that the business has allowed me to get stronger there than athletics ever did. Um, but a, a, uh, big part of my story is, uh, I was a water polo player, swimmer and lacrosse player in high school. And I actually got cut from the lacrosse team my junior year. So there goes my identity of being a lacrosse player. You know, I just, I, I couldn't believe it. I was in shock. Um, and it, it, it totally broke me. It I was devastated. I wasn't probably even that good of a lacrosse player, but I saw myself as a lacrosse player. So when that happened, um, I spent about 24 hours crying and then I, and, and my dad helped me through this. He said, okay, what are you going to do? Th that happened. It's over. You can go talk to the coach. You can, he gave me a few options. And one of the things I decided was I wanted to focus on swimming. So I had, you know, that weekend that I got cut was, was States, Pennsylvania States for swimming. And I went out and watched my team at States and I, I, said to myself, and I went home and, and told my parents, I, I want to be on the state pool deck next year. I don't know what it's going to take. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I want to be there. And, you know, that was kind of my way of saying, okay, I'm not going to focus on lacrosse. I'm going to focus on swimming. What can you, can I control right here? And 
got back in the pool and senior year, I was lucky enough to um, go to States and we had a new lacrosse coach. So I tried back out for lacrosse team. I made the lacrosse team uh, my senior year and, and went on to do both in, in college and coach both eventually. So I think when I think about it and I, you know, I'm working with athletes that maybe get cut or get injured during a season or, or have a career ending injury, you know, it, it's not just playing that, that you learn from it's everything, you know, it is getting cut. It is getting the injury. So how can we learn from this, grow from this and be a better person and athlete? That's great. That's awesome. Uh, so, so right now, I mean, what, you know, with, with everything uh, that you have going on, uh, what, um, you know, what, what's inspiring you right now? You know, what, what sort of, you know, what fuels you, what gets you, gets you up in the morning to sort of, uh, keep pushing and then keep, uh, building your practice and sort of keep, um, you know, putting out more content, you know, what, what, what things are inspiring you right now? Um, so one, I love it. So I, I love reading. Um, I've read a bunch of good books recently, um, Atomic Habits was a really good one that that definitely got me thinking. Um, Jocko Willenick, David Goggins. Um, I like those mentality people. Joe DeSena, I'm the Spartan race guy. Um, some of the people that definitely inspire me, but more than any book I could read, any podcast I could listen to. Um, I should mention Ed Milet and John Gordon because they also inspire me. Um, but more than that, it's my family. Yeah. So the impact that my dad had on me, if I can have half of that on my three sons, um, that I would, I would feel like my life was a success without business, without career. You know, I just want to have a positive impact on, on them. So every day when I get up, it's, it's, you know, how can I make this better? How can I do better? I, I want to show them that you can do anything that you want to do and become anything that you want to become. So what better way to do that than to, to model it? So uh, with that being said, I, I put out videos on, on Instagram um, every week. And, and one of the things that I always do is I am with You Are Amazing. Um, and the other day I was driving in the car and my four-year-old said, and you are amazing. And it just reminded me that they are always watching. They're always yeah. listening. Like I've never played a bit, you know, played a video for them or, you know, maybe they were sitting around when I was videotaping one, but um, it just that inspires me like that they are hearing, seeing, you know, and, and I'm teaching really, um, good skills for the, for them eventually. So I know everything I put out there, I hope that they see one day and, and they use to inspire them and, and their life, hopefully some sports, but maybe fine arts or music or theater, whatever they choose to do. Maybe they'll be smart academics, but, um, hopefully they use some of these lessons, some of these videos or stories that I tell and, and uh, make something of it. So my true inspiration, going back to your question, is absolutely my, my three kids. That's great. Yeah, yeah, especially uh, just the, little, the little kids. I mean, they're, golly, they're just, they're so smart, you know, and they scan everything is coming in. And yeah, it's, it's just one of those where they they model it, you know, it's, especially if they, you know, they're hearing it, that's something that they're going to just keep saying it, keep saying it. And Till they till they actually believe it um you know um you know you you would want your 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 teenagers and your older older ones to uh sort of learn that uh you know sometimes the the external things sort of override you know the the uh the things that you want to show them and hopefully they you know they they circle back around that's 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 always a hope for any any parent but uh yeah. 
but yeah, it's always, it's definitely a journey. It's always, uh, you know, even, even now, you know, it's just like, there's no manual for, for parenting, you know, you, you do what you were taught, what you modeled and you, you create your own little style and then you see what works. And, uh, that's, that's the only, only thing you could, you know, you could, you can do. And hopefully that, that comes out into a positive manner. And that's something that they can pass on to as well. Um, so, uh, right now, you know, what are a cradle tip or tips that you can provide our audience? Um, I think the thing that you do when you're supposed to be doing other things is, is speaking to you. So for me, um, you know, I'd be at, at work as a school counselor and I'd be looking up, you know, positive thoughts or, you know, a video that I could show people. Um, and it definitely always spoke to me. I always went back to, you know, a video that I could show or a book that I could share or to explain something. And I thought, man, you know, th this is really what is, is fueling me. Like I want to be able to share more and create more. Um, so if there is something that, you know, you find yourself kind of going back to or doing, and maybe you're supposed to be doing something else or a, a type of TV show that you're always watching, or uh, maybe you love cooking and, and you'd rather cook than, you know, go do something else with friends or whatever, whatever it is, I, I think you should dive deeper into the things that you want to do. Um, and then two, I will say that, um, you know, something that held me back for a long time is I thought I had to do it different. I thought I had to create something that has never been created before, talk about something that has never been talked about before. And I was like looking for that thing. I'm like, what could I talk about? Or what can I teach that has not been taught to athletes before that has not been taught to teams or groups? Um, and I was like really struggling to, to come up with, with content as, as you can imagine. And then what I realized is it's all been done before. It's all been taught. And it's not the material that you are teaching, but rather the manner in which you are teaching it that is important. So, you know, to creative people, um, to, to your audience, I, I feel like oftentimes we get stuck trying to be so creative and try to come up with the newest, best thing, which is good. You know, there's a lot of things that wouldn't be here today if we didn't have those the, that type of creative people um, in the world. But sometimes just starting and then when you start to figure things out on your own and, and listen to yourself and listen to your heart, I think that it is really magical when you do put your own spin on things. So it will come, but sometimes it is by maybe replicating or redoing or resharing something that you've heard, right? Um, and then that will help to produce a ton more down the road, but figuring out like, okay, I keep talking about optimism. I keep talking about gratitude. I keep talking about seeing things as an opportunity. Maybe I don't have to recreate this. What have people already said, right? What do I believe in? And then creating my own ideas, my own thoughts on those things, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I mean, it's just, yeah, I always uh, actually talked to a, a previous guest about this and, uh, you know, just talking about breadcrumbs and, you know, it's just like life just throws you little breadcrumbs, breadcrumbs all just through the, through the course of your life. And, and, um, and there's certain things that, you know, you lean towards and you, you're trying to figure out why you're leaning towards that. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just a lot of times it's just your, your, you know, the direction you need to go, the, your, you know, your, your purpose maybe is aligned with your gifts or talents, uh, but there's always breadcrumbs. And I think a lot of times people, um, 
try to ignore those and try to make their own way. And instead of saying, hey, look, this is like this is the direction you need to be going. And those breadcrumbs are going to keep getting tossed until you turn around and be like, okay, let's see where this goes. You know, obviously where I've gotten to, it's worked, but you know, there's a stopping point. Like, let's let's see if there's another direction here. And I think I think there's people uh, like like you and, and others that's that's been courageous enough to um, sort of answer that call and and go go towards the direction and and create what they love um, and and create something sustainable um, around that. So I think I think that's commendable. I think that's courageous. And um, like I said, I definitely applaud you for for that. Um, so um, before we, you know, before we get ready to sign off, you know, what um, what things, maybe what are some potential uh, projects you're brewing on? Is there anything that you got coming uh, on the horizon that you know, maybe it's in development or maybe there's certain programs you're, you're trying to put out there? Yeah, so um, I kind of view my job now in semesters or uh, kind of more so I, I'm geared really towards um, colleges, teams, sports seasons. So I'm really looking forward to some new teams this year. Um, I'm taking on some new leadership role um, roles as far as um, leadership within colleges. You know, a lot of colleges now have le leadership groups. So I'm excited to work with them um, and build some of that. Um, but really just, just continuing to build what I've already started, you know, make more of a presence and Ultimately, so my, my biggest goal is just to have a positive impact on at least one person every day. And if I do that, then the big things will take care of themselves. So I am a believer that if you do the little things well, the big things will happen. So right now, just focusing on day to day, minute to minute, staying in, in focus and in, in what I want to do presently. And then, you know, the big things will happen. But definitely excited to work with the, some of the teams I worked with last year, some new teams um, and athletes and um, some new content uh, that's coming out. So hopefully one day a book, so you can uh, keep that in, in mind for the future. That is definitely a goal. Um, and I would say that I'm not ready yet, but I just haven't started yet. It hasn't been a priority yet, but it yeah. will be. <laughs> Good deal. Good deal. Um, so uh, before we get done, you know, what, what are some words of wisdom that you can share with our audience, maybe something that will resonate with someone, maybe uh, when they hear this episode or maybe even a year from now, um, what, what's something that you can pour into, into someone's spirit? Yeah, I think um, a few things here. One, I think that there is no perfect time to start. Um, you are already offering amazing things to the world. So really honing in on what you offer and sharing it with every environment that you walk into, showing up, you know, with, with your current spirit um, and making sure that you are having a positive impact wherever you go and, and people can feel that. I think um, something else is just, if there is something deep within you, this is your sign to go for it, to take that chance on yourself, to have that courage um, because the world needs more positive people making an impact, making a difference. So if it's something that you have been thinking about or is on your heart or your audience's heart, um, I would hope that you use this as a little bit of courage to take that first step, whatever that looks like. Uh, find a community. There are a ton of people willing to help, talk to you, inspire you, grow, you know, grow with you. Um, so find your people, find people that you know you have a lot in common with and 
want to build together and, and really you can do amazing things. That's great. That's awesome. So where can, uh, where can people best find you at? Uh, you know, people, maybe teams, coaches are wanting to connect with you for any kind of uh, uh, potential um, um, booking sessions um, or, you know, if maybe if people are trying to find your content, you know, what are, what are some of the best uh, ways to reach you? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I am, uh, my name is Aaron Song and my uh, name for coaching is Aaron Song Coaching. So it makes it pretty easy. So my website's AaronSongCoaching.com. I'm on Instagram at EMC Song. Um, and then if you want to e uh, email, it's AaronSongCoaching at gmail.com. So any of those ways you can reach out. Um, I love to just meet people. So even if you're not interested in coaching and just want to connect, I'm happy to do that as well. Um, and, you know, continue to help others along their journey as well. That's awesome. Awesome. And like I said, we, and we met through a, uh, you know, through someone that, you know, both of us is connected to, uh, you know, good, good friend of mine. So um, shout out the, to uh, D uh, for the, for the connection. And uh, he, he actually has a, uh, uh, just a quick little uh, sponsor shout out. He has a uh, brand called Next Level Inspiration. Yeah. Uh, it's an inspirational uh, lifestyle brand. Uh, right now offering merchandise. Uh, he's doing um, uh, speaking engagements, clinics, camps. Uh, I think he's come out with a journal, um, a gratitude journal right now that's in development. Um, and uh, I believe Aaron's wearing one, one of his shirts. Um, so yeah, you get a chance to uh, check out any of his stuff, go to nextlevelinspiration.com. Uh, if you use the promo code um, TCB10, you'll get a discount uh, on your next purchase. So um, that, like I said, I wanted to give a quick shout out to, to him. And like I said, he's doing great things um, with his wrestling team and with his brand. And um, that's someone that you know, I was able to, uh, to coach in college. So it's sort of amazing to, you know, be able to connect with him, coach him up. And now he's doing his own thing. And we still, we, we're always still chatting. Um, so it's, it's always cool how you can, um, you know, how you can pour into, into somebody and, and, you know, watch what, watch what happens. A lot of coaches, they, they get into the mindset of like, you know, what could you, you know, what can you do for me? You know, how can you make this team better instead of saying, you know, how can I, coach this person up to the to the best their potential um yes some coaches that. some of them are still learning um but um yeah it's just one of those where you gotta gotta coach them up so um other than that hey this has been a awesome episode with Aaron um this episode will be available on um Apple Podcasts on Spotify, SoundCloud, and then this will be on uh, my radio show, Helium Radio, uh, which is an internet radio station based out of Florida. Um, so it'll be it'll, uh, it'll, it'll air, it'll be on the East Coast. Um, and then uh, the video um, segment, this video show will be on my YouTube page and snippets will be on uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, LinkedIn. So it'll, it'll be all over the place. And then uh, if you want to support this episode or per perhaps uh, support the show, different ways of doing that, um, you can go to uh, www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash the cradle brew. And for the price of a cup of coffee, you can support this show. So uh, five, five bucks, you can support this episode or, or any of the future episodes. And like I said, everything helps and it, uh, it helps as far as uh, being able to, because there's different things I want to do with the show, but uh, it, it definitely helps, um, you know, 
creating more content for the show and actually creating some some uh, behind the scenes content um, for the uh, community page uh, that I'm building up. So, um, so if you want to support, go to www.buymeacoffee.com uh, forward slash the creative group. So um, other than that, hey, this has been another awesome episode with Aaron, uh, with your show host, Quantel, and this is the creative group. Be creative, stay inspired. Some downs, all the winds and the outs and the smiles and frowns. They will tell you to settle down, stay on the ground. But no, I won't take it. No, we won't take it.